Hey everyone, this is Dory. Today I'm bringing back another one of our all-time favorite episodes on one of our all-time favorite food spots in St. Louis, Joya's Deli. This was such a fun conversation with owner Alex Donnelly. We were looking forward to it so much and the conversation ended up being about so much more than their famous hot salami. Take a listen. You know, don't knock yeah. it till you try it is such a St. Louis like food slogan because once you try it, it's so damn good. Exactly. It's like it's like people waiting in the line at, at Ted Drew's in the cold, you know. That's part of it. Like enjoy it. Like just stop making stop making us like stop think trying to make yourself better than St. Louis. Yeah. These are our things. This is called culture. We celebrate culture. The one thing St. Louis does well, we 100% support our culture and our St. Louis businesses. And that's so relevant in the past 12 months. It just makes me feel so good to be operating in St. Louis. Oh, man. We feel good he operates in St. Louis, too. You guys know who that is, right? That's the voice of Alex Donnelly. Yes, the Alex Donnelly. Not ringing a bell? Well, maybe because he's famous for another family name. Joya. Yes, the Joyas. Today on Abby Eats St. Louis, the episode we would do every week if we could, Joya's Deli, with two locations on the Hill and in Creve Corps, talking to owner Alex Donnelly. Can I tell you that you yeah. are doing a great job for St. Louis, and I really appreciate you promoting us little guys. Just, thank just you. Thank you. you. You you have no idea how impactful your words are to us. Like, we don't need the big publications because we have people like you. Yeah, that's nice and all, but they do get attention from big publications. About every other episode, we tell you about some new award or recognition they've gotten for their world-famous hot salami sandwiches. So we figured it's about darn time we devoted an episode to our beloved Joya's Deli. The role of family in building the sandwich legacy, what it means to be in business for 103 years, why hot salami doesn't actually exist, and the recipes that could be coming out of the vault and onto a sandwich near you. So, Alex, how, how have you been? How's 2021 been for you so far? Well, uh, I'm, I'm, it's a new feeling I haven't felt in probably 12 months. I'm optimistic about mm -hmm. it, and I have hope, which is something that um, I, we, we didn't experience for about 12 months in our industry. And so I just, I, I'm just, I'm just, we're just excited about all these opportunities and a lot of things that we had in, in the works for about 12 months are coming to fruition now. And it's, it's just, we're riding the wave and it's, it's nice to feel good, you know, cause we haven't, it's been a while since we've, we've felt good. So. Mm -hmm. Tell me about some yeah. of those things that got, uh, you had to smash the pause button on and now you're pressing play this year. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Um, we, actually, this is interesting that um, I had never told anybody. We were one day on March, I think it was March 11th, we were supposed to sign on our fourth location. And it was going to be right next to Wash U, okay, on Skinker and uh, what's this? It's Lindell. Um, right oh my gosh, that's Zop. so close to me. <laughs> I know, it's the Zop Pizza. It's where Zop Pizza used to be. Oh, wow. Marshu just really wanted wanted me and we were doing it and we were about to sign and then shelter in place happened. Thank the Lord we didn't sign anything, you know, it, it might happen in the future. So we paused on all that stuff, um, obviously. And then, 
And then um, we also, the frozen pizza thing just kind of came out of nowhere. The frozen pizza thing being Joya's frozen pizzas. They're the tie-dyed leisure suits or TikTok dance video of the food world. With people staying at home, everybody was getting into pizza. Because we, the people staying at home, wanted pizza. Alex says they didn't give the whole endeavor much thought at first, but as the shutdowns got more serious, so did they. That first week we sold a thousand. And I was like, okay, this is this is something new. I need to start taking this seriously. And um and it just kind of went crazy. And and now we're in the grocery stores, which is cool. I think podcast producer Dory might have bought at least a hundred of the first pizzas. It seems like she's yeah. always eating them. <laughs> that's, that's, I love it. Thank you. I, it's crazy because right now we're, we're trying to, Schnooks has done three more purchase orders and we're still, I mean, this process, we're small shops to get it all done and we're going to do it. But like the demand is overwhelming. We had no idea people like joys as much as they do. Like we're just, we're going to sell out of them. You didn't know people like Joyas as much as they do. I, but I knew that like Arsenal Schnooks likes Joyas. I knew Hampton Village Schnooks like Joyas. But like, you know, the fact that we sold out of them in um, like Washington, Missouri, I didn't know. I did, you know, you just don't know. So I, I, I love those people. I just didn't know that they even knew about me. And we, they're selling. So we, we sold. I think we're selling them at a, over a hundred Schnooks. It's, it's just not. It was about an eight month process to get these in the store, which was, uh, which was mainly because of hot salami. So the US, the hot salami does not exist in the USDA book. There's like a book of meat. We don't exist in the meat book. What? We're, yeah, Joya's hot salami is its own thing. It was a, it's a family recipe that's like seven generations brought over from Northern Italy. And when I presented to them, they're like, it's neither hot, meaning spicy, <laughs> Nor is it a cured salami. We can't call it this. So we spent most of our time just trying to figure that out. So that was that was a fun process. So we actually educated the USDA on a, on meat, which you don't you don't do very often. Which is Let's talk about the mystery meat aspect of it. And I don't want to say mystery meat again, but it's, no, <laughs> what you it's, brought it's up. Fine. It's I mean it's we, we different. It's, it's its own thing. It's its own thing. I'm not going to tell you what's in it. Um, it's mainly just pork. I mean, it's just what I always tell people is it's not so much what the ingredients of the product, it's the process. It's, and I can, you can, you, you can see it is right. you we're making that we've never, we, we don't freeze the, the hot salami. I make it in a room right there, right by my, uh, we have an office right by the deli and I, it's like a little shotgun that I'm in. And we make it in the same room that Steve Joya made it in. Steve Joya taught me how to tie hot salami. He taught me how to make it. It's the same room using the same process. That's really where the, the, the quality comes from. And it's because we don't change it. You know how easy it would be for me to put a filler in there and make more money? Um, no, it's, it's pork, salt, pepper, garlic. It's a very simple recipe, but it's not about that. It's about the process. It's about slicing it fresh to order in front of you. It's about cooking it the day, the, the morning of, and keeping it at that temperature, and then taking it out of the steamer, putting it on the slicer, slicing off the end, put, putting the end away, and then slicing seven beautiful slices at a half pound sandwich with the, the local bread, and put it in the, it's just, it's a process that we've been doing for so long. It, it's easy for us, but it's the reason why we're the St. Louis Comfort Food. It's just, it's just simple and good, you know? 
when we live in a town where things like gooey butter cake, which is hard to kind of explain, toasted yeah. ravioli, which is easy to explain. For some reason, people still don't get it. Proveld cheese. I mean, you know, we could go on and yeah. on about these very St. Louis things. Do you think that a joyous salami sandwich would have the hot salami would have really um, taken root. I don't want to use that word. It would have been so popular in a town with maybe uh, less accepting uh, food interests and less uh, so forgiving palates. I I don't I don't know. I I I am so St. Louis that I don't even think about other markets. Um, but yeah, I I I wouldn't know. You'd have to. So we had a thing where if you we're we're St. Louis institution, okay. Lots of car, lots of Cubs fans, lots of lots of people coming in back back when we had people coming in that would come in and try the sandwich. They go, "What is hot salami?" <laughs> well, first off, hot salami is neither spicy nor is it a cured meat, so it's neither of those. It's a colloquial term created by our customers over the years because they couldn't say salami de pesa. Okay, couldn't so say that, what? It's called it's a it's it's salami de pesa. It's what the name is called. It, that's huh. hot salami. It's salami de pesa. And, and, and so all these, all these over time, so we just give people samples and as long that's what my mom always said, give it away for free, let them taste it, stop explaining it, just let them eat it. And once they taste it, they're either going to say, that's really great. Or, oh, you also have a roast beef sandwich, which is another great <laughs> one. So we, we cover our bases, you know, I mean, and so as long as, as long as, as long as you try it, you're going to like it. I've been thinking a lot about family legacy lately, about what you pass down from generation to generation, about what lives on longer than yourself. Joya's is 103 years old, established by the Joya family, sold to Alex's grandmother several years before he was born. It was his parents, now it's his. Not only does he have more than 40 years of his own family's legacy to uphold with every sandwich made, he has the Joya's name to keep proud, too. In some ways, he has the weight of two family businesses on his shoulders. I asked him if it ever felt that way. Absolutely. You are literally speaking to somebody that completely understands that. Luckily, though, he has a village to help him. Well, technically, a neighborhood. But this is the interesting thing about the hill. The hill helps everybody around. Like, if you are an operator on the hill, every single other business is going to raise you up. Okay, Steve Joya, who Steve Joya was second generation of his family, him and his brother ran it for probably the longest, John and Steve, and then Charlie's their dad. And uh, but anyway, so Steve Joya actually sold the deli to my parents, or my my grandmother and literally stayed on. And he made hot salami every day. He checked on everything. His sister, who just passed away recently, uh, her name is Mary, Mary Joya. She lived two houses down. And she'd come in, I knew her, she'd eat a sandwich. If I messed that sandwich up, the hot salami, she wouldn't eat a lot. She'd just eat a little bitty guy. And she'd just, she'd yell at me. She'd like, you overcooked it. You can't overcook it. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, I was cutting bread and I forgot. And she's like, no, don't be sorry. You, you just, you, you just need to be better. And, and, and like, so that, that weight has trained me for who I am. But then the Hill, they encouraged us to do well. They didn't want us to fail because the businesses are the, and the church are the heart of the hill. So we keep those intact. We can keep everything else strong. And that's, and that, and we had an overwhelming support from everybody. And our first, the first week we were open in May of 1980, both walk-ins went down. Both of them. They're just went down. 
And instead of Steve Joya being like, that's your problem. He, he connected <laughs> us with people because he did, he had no, st- his, his, you know, he sold it. Right. You know, you know, and, but the first thing he did was help us solve that problem. These are stories that I heard. I wasn't even born. And this still, to this day, if my walking goes down, I called John DeGorio. He's got a refrigerator truck for me sitting out there in two minutes. It's just, it's hard to, to fail when you have such a great support system around you. How do you balance leaning on that legacy and recognizing Ooh. that Joya's is something that is inherently St. Louis in? And also, you know, making sure you are keeping people coming, that you're not something that's taken for granted or people just uh, think Joy's is always going to be there. So I don't have to worry about stopping by and supporting them. How do you balance the two? Yeah, I think what you're talking about is relevance versus like, just uh, like you said, it's just that old standard. And so it is a fine line because I have to honor the brand. I, 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 we actually have in our, we have core values that me and my wife created because we've always lived by these values. We just never wrote them down. And the number one, and we, we wrote the core values, you know, it's like service and all that stuff. And I was like, something's missing, Amanda. And she said, it's history. You're missing history. And so instead of us, instead of us just acknowledging, wow, we're, we do that. You know, we wrote down all these historical things. Like we slice the hot salami in front of our customers. If we don't do that, then, then we're not, we're not joyous anymore. So when you when you order a joyous hot salami, I'm not pre-making it. You can see us doing your sandwich. I'm slicing it now. That was that was even more important during COVID. Um, these these little things that we celebrate, uh, like our roast beef, we make our roast beef a certain way, and we've done it the same way for a million years. It would be so much easier for me to go with a lower quality roast beef and see a profit margin, because but then I'm betraying my customers, and then that's tradition. Like I just the weight, the weight of, of everything we do is because of the generations before me that have worked so darn hard to get me where I am. And we just honor that. And as a company, we do that. And that's the first thing we tell our employees when they, when they, when they come on with us. Mm-hmm. It's, just, I, it's just everything. I read that you take the name Joya's very seriously. You to, told another St. Louis reporter something along the lines of if, there's, if it's going to have the Joya's name on it, uh, mm-hmm. I recognize that this brand is very important and I don't want to mess it up. Tell me more about that. Yeah. Well, um, it's exactly what you just said. I actually, uh, another example with our employees, it's like, if you're wearing the Joya's brand on your shirt and you're going to go do something that is not aligned with our value set, take the Joya's shirt off because mm-hmm. you're representing something that's bigger than you. That's what I reiterate. I told my mom always told me this, Alex, Joya's is bigger than me and you. You can't, you can't look at profit, 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 because going with the cheaper cheese, going with something cheap is not part of what we are. And that's because Joya's is bigger than Alex. It's bigger than me making my mortgage, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. We need to focus on, I mean, we lasted, we've lasted 103 years. I want to go another 100 years. And that's all foundational. And that's all decisions I need to make. And then I need to make sure my son and my daughter, and I have four kids. My two sons and my two daughters know these things too, because if they want to buy this or if they want to take it over someday, they're going to have to transition into that, you know, because they're going to be sixth generation and that's a huge weight on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what, that's what it comes. It's joyous is, is not only a brand that we operate, it's, 
it, it's it's a it's it's familial. It's it's part of who we are. My mom has joy a, a painting of joyas in her house, and it overlooks her her dining room. And that and then I do too. Like it's indicative of what we do. I mean, we honor it. So it's given us everything we have. But there's a. It's funny you see artwork for walls that say all these classic St. Louis things, and it's like the blues, the Cardinals, joyas hot salami. I mean, you're, it, it's. I like it that. Is, yeah, that's good. Yeah, Thank it you. is so celebrated. And I think it's one of those things, like we've said, people feel like we know, we feel like we understand, and we feel like it's always going to be there. What is something that might still surprise folks about Joya Stelly? A fun fact, if you will. That is great. Man, I got to think about this. Oh, um, we have here, this is good. We actually, um, for about 60 years, were a, were a little grocery store that had sandwiches. We were not a sandwich shop until the 80s. No, it was longer than that. Yeah, about 62 years. My uh, grandmother had the foresight to see the sandwich shop. Um, we always sold sandwiches. It was just part of it, like Publix kind of thing. Huh. Um, we have six or seven great sausage recipes. We have a Sazitza recipe, a Laganaga recipe. We got all these summer sausage recipes. I have a Krakow recipe, a Polish recipe that is amazing. We don't make any of those anymore because the hot salami is so popular. I want to start making them again. Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? There, there's in our safe, we have a little safe in the deli. And in the safe is all the recipes, including the hot salami recipe. It's a huge safe. Like if the deli burns down, it'll just stay there. But um, and I want to I want to pull them out and start making them again. I just got to find time to do it. It's cool to see that though this business has been around for over a hundred years in your family for decades, you still get excited about things. You still have things to get excited about. Oh yeah. I just, oh, absolutely. I, I, I think that our, I think the core, I was actually, when you asked me to do this interview, I was thinking like, how can I express what this year did to me? And, and I think that, that it made me realize how fortunate I am to be fourth, fifth generation of a business because we survived the depression. We survived World War II. We survived the Spanish flu. So there's this weight on my shoulders to be like, Steve Joya, Steve Joya got us through World War II. Alex Donnelly can get us through COVID 2020. And, uh, and so that, that right there with that weight made me realize the grit of our brand that we're gonna survive. And, we're, and St. Louis is gonna support us because we have a relationship with our St. Louis customer base that's just amazing. And that's, that's where the passion comes from. So speaking of that joyous safe, Alex recently pulled out one of the recipes to make the Hilly cheesesteak, St. Louis version of a Philly cheesesteak. It was super popular, but unfortunately it's already back in the vault. Hopefully we'll see more tasty specials on the menu again though soon. Ooh la la. is a five on your side production i'm producer dory almost be sure to check out ksdk.com and the five on your side app for more food content all week long see you next time